week, a woman drove up in a maroon minivan, rolled down the driver's side window, and hurled the plastic-wrapped newspaper sleeve onto our front lawn, a grassy postage stamp dotted with weeds and bald patches. She barely slowed before banging a K-turn in the neighbor's driveway. At 8 a.m., my husband Carl was still asleep. I had met Carl in a Taekwondo class back in the early 1990s. He was a second-degree black belt and taught classes three nights a week. I spent the entire class watching his firm butt as he demonstrated down block, center punch. I could see his navy blue Fruit of the Loom briefs through his white uniform. He was lanky yet muscular, with a big beaky nose, a sexy cleft chin, and doe-like brown eyes that were so warm and gentle they caught me by surprise, and still do. Most of the friction in our marriage centered on sleep, and who got more of it. At times, I resented that Carl could sleep in, but I told myself that he, as the stay-at-home parent, needed his sleep to handle Brody 5 and Sawyer 3. The boys had a way of pulling your nerves taut and snapping them over their little knees like kindling. Mom, I'm sticky. I need a wipe, Brody called from the couch. Okay, I kept reading the newspaper over coffee at the dining room table. Mom, I need a wipe. Okay, Jesus, I'm coming. In my decade-long career as a reporter, I'd written stories that helped send a corrupt New Jersey state senator to jail, shamed a governor into firing a rotten state police superintendent, and prompted lawmakers to hold hearings on racial profiling by police nearly jettisoning the career of an ambitious and powerful state attorney general. I'd earned my share of scalps. At work, I wasn't afraid to take on the law. At home, I was totally unable to lay down the law. I had never put my kids in timeout, not once. Not when Sawyer punched me in the back and barked, Get me something to drink, little woman! or when he cleaned the television screen with a wet wipe and one of his many concoctions, a mixture of pancake syrup and body lotion. I breastfed Brody until he was two and a half. He'd walk up to me and say, I want boob, and I'd lift my shirt and bring his curly blonde head toward me. I couldn't say no, ever. If the kids wanted popsicles for breakfast, fine. Though every so often, I got tough. No popsicle until you finish that whole bowl of Apple Jacks. Then I'd add, I mean it. If they wanted dinner in the bathtub, I spoon-fed them spaghetti while they played with a fleet of blue and yellow plastic boats. Chunks of tomato and strands of pasta drifted to the bottom of the sudsy water and left an oily slick on the white porcelain. I allowed them to watch so much TV that they went around the house singing jingles to commercials for nationwide insurance and electric wheelchairs for the elderly. I want to go, go, go in my hover-round. When Brody woke up in the middle of the night and stumbled into our bedroom on his stick-figure legs, I held up the covers and nestled him close, even though I knew he kept Carl awake. Brody flopped around all night, kicking and jabbing Carl with his little toenails, until Carl fled to Brody's bed or squeezed into bed with Sawyer and his menagerie of stuffed animals. Carl was a nighttime nomad, condemned to wander the land of bad parenting. Carl liked to say that I was a great mom and a terrible parent. 
part of it was guilt. A workaholic, I was never home during the week. The other part was fear. The responsibility of being a parent intimidated me, so I handed over the job to Carl. He stayed home with the kids while I went off to work and sank my teeth into the hide of some crooked or incompetent city official. This way, if the kids refused to eat veggies, if they were disrespectful to other adults, if they didn't do their homework, if they became social outcasts and landed in therapy, I could blame Carl. Carl was good at the job, too. He had the mommy thing down. He was loving and stern all at once. Of course, I didn't help much. When Carl went out grocery shopping or to the store, chaos and mischief ruled. I became the third kid. On summer nights, I allowed Brody and Sawyer to catch fireflies in Tupperware containers and let them free in the house. We turned off the lights and watched.